Fort Belvoir. Welcome to Belvoir in the Know, the only podcast created especially for the Fort Belvoir community to help you stay in the know, on the go. And now, your Fort Belvoir Garrison Commander. Hello, Fort Belvoir. I'm Colonel Josh Seagraves, the Garrison Commander. And on today's podcast, our topic is Sexual Assault and Prevention Month. Today, uh, our lead sexual assault response coordinator, Ms. Chanita Reed Latson, joins us to discuss Sexual Assault and Prevention Month and the Army's Sexual Harassment and Assault Response and Prevention Program. So, welcome, Chanita. Thanks for being here today. We're going to discuss how we can help stop sexual assaults and what to do if you or someone you know is a victim of sexual assault. Chanita, I'd like to just start out by getting to know a little bit about you and letting our listeners know a little about you. So with that, what's a little known fact about about you that you'd like to share with the audience? Yes, sir. Thank you. First, I would like to say thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak a- about the Army and the Fort Belvoir Sharp program. And of course, as you stated before, this month is April, which is Sexual Assault Awareness Prevention Month. So a little bit about me, sir. Um, I recently transitioned from Joint Base Lewis McCord, Washington, June 2020, uh, just to move closer to home. I, I was born Fort Bragg, raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina, until I enlisted to the Army. I enlisted in the MP Corps as an internment resettlement specialist. Now it's known as a detention NCO, but a lot of people can relate to it being a correctional officer. Um, I served 22 years in that field, worked in four different correctional facilities, two deployments to Iraq, as well as detention facilities facilities in Guantanamo Bay. So I, I have a little bit of firsthand knowledge that the system does work and individuals do receive jail time as a punishment for committing such crimes as sexual assaults. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of, a lot of experience bringing to the table and, and certainly uh, great to, great to have you with the army uh, given all of that requisite experience. So what, what, uh, what led you to become a sexual assault response coordinator? So as a young NCO, I attended Sharp Train. I don't think it necessarily was called Sharp back in 2008 or so, but I was actually in shock that sexual harassment and sexual assault was actually an issue, a huge issue in the military, whereas a program had to be implemented to assist. So I I wanted to become a change agent and I always had the desire to help someone in need. So I have been in the sharp field for a while since 2008, and I served in various positions as a service member within the the sharp program, ranging from a UVA, which was an old term when the program initially kicked off, a victim advocate. I was a battalion collateral duty SARC as well as a brigade SARC, and now I have the opportunity to be an installation SARC. So. That's that's what kind of led me to become a sexual assault response coordinator, just to assist those in need. No, it's just it's kind of it's I mean officers and NCOs, but it's really it's really part of what what we now call the people first strategy, and and really it's it's connected and engaged leadership. So uh, yeah, absolutely. So y- you said two thousand eight, but you know, sort of like <laughs> without revealing your age, I don't Thank know. You, did, you, did you work? Uh, did you work as a, a victim advocate or a UVA before then? 
Um, not necessarily. I was just a young NCO back then. I think I just returned back from an deployment to Iraq. And so, of course, you know, they asked for volunteers to attend training. And so I am volunteered. And so that's where I I kicked off my career uh, within the SHARP program. So as our new lead and as you lead uh, our sexual assault response program, what are some of your goals and expectations for our SHARP office on Fort Belvoir? Well, some of my goals and expectations here is is to kind of reestablish the program here at Belvoir. Um, I am aware that the garrison position here has been vacant for quite some time. And um, I'm very appreciative of the SARTs and VAs that stood in the gap in order for Fort Belvoir SHARP program to continue on with the mission here. But reestablishing our presence is key. Uh, myself and Miss. Um, Jules, you know, we want to get out there in the formations, you know, to let everyone know that we're, we're here. The the Sark and the Victim Advocate is back on Belvoir. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we go ahead. Oh, no. And I was just saying, too, sir, just secondly, that kind of goes back into what I was saying. Just secondly, networking. Um, I like to meet people. And of course, it's, it's been very difficult during this COVID era. But I feel that in order to be successful, we have to get out in the commands, show our face, reassure soldiers, civilians and family members uh, that we are here to support them. Yeah, absolutely. No, we, we, and as you mentioned, we, we've got some great partners on Fort Belvoir that helped fill the gap while we were completing all the requirements and training for, for both you and, uh, and Ms. Bird. So uh, absolutely, thanks to our mission partners for helping out with that. Uh, and as you mentioned, so April is Sexual Assault Prevention Month. What, what observances or events have we had on post? And, and more importantly, what's, what's left? Like what else is coming up? Okay, sir. So the observances that we had uh, so far on post, we had the 30-day challenge um, that was sent out to leaders for them to engage conversation with their team. Uh, we had Till Tuesdays, wearing Till support the program and what we stand for. Currently, we have the virtual 5K. I think we had a good bit of individuals that signed up. Um, they came here to pick up this shirt at the Sharp Resource Center. So I was able to capture a couple of pictures, you know, as long as they agreed. Uh, we partnered with MWR and, and they made sure that we was able to advertise and get that out there. So what we do have coming up, sir, um, the 28th April, we have Denim Day. Um, I'm not for sure if you know what Denim Day is or do you want me to expound on that, sir? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell everybody okay, about it. Okay, so... Denim Day is a campaign on a Wednesday in April in honor of Sexual Assault Awareness Prevention Month. And, and the campaign came about after a ruling by the Italian Supreme Court where a rape conviction was overturned because the justices felt that since the victim was wearing tight jeans, she must have helped the person who raped her remove her jeans, thereby implying consent. So what happened was the following day, the women in the Italian parliament came to work wearing jeans in solidarity with the victim. So peace over violence developed the Denim Day campaign in response to this case and the activism surrounding it. So since then, 
What was started as a local campaign to bring awareness to victim blaming and destructive myths that surround sexual violence has grown into a movement. This has been the longest running sexual violence prevention and education campaign in history. So April 28th is denim day. So I'm hoping um, everyone wear jeans that day, you know, so we can still support uh, with bringing awareness to victim blaming and debunking myths. So that's, that's pretty much, sir, the story behind how denim day came about. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, I'd heard that once before and that's just a powerful story and that that's just, yeah, a good one to share. So thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yes, uh, and so the what's your takeaway from that is where where your denim on the 28th where your denim yes sir okay so uh our sharp facebook page I, i've noticed uh some posts about sexual assault uh, and prevention month the 30-day challenge you know we just talked a little bit about one of one of the other events can you talk a little bit about the 30-day challenge for a minute Yeah, so the 30-day challenge is pretty much statements or conversation starters with leaders and their team, squire leaders, team members, or even family members can actually, you know, have uh, used these questions to talk maybe with their kids or peers or co-workers and so forth. So every day I try to post the, the challenge of the day on there so individuals can bring some awareness and prevention to to sample month yep absolutely i think things like that like sharp like the diversity and inclusion like the extremism training you know that those those things kind of come down to what we talked a little bit about before and that that's people first and it's engaged leadership it's it's leaders and it's leaders at every level, it's family members and soldiers that are willing to have those conversations and talk about the, the importance of these programs. So yeah, I think that that's a, that's a really good one and a good way just to not only maybe start the conversation in some areas, but also just continue the conversation in others. So good, those are good posts. Thank you Thank for doing you. that. Thank um, you. And then, uh, before we close, I think we need to hit on at least one more thing. So I, I know there have been some recent policy changes concerning reporting a sexual assault and support from family members and a change to the transfer policy. Can you talk a little bit about those changes and the impact they're having or the impact that they may have? Okay, so yeah, so the the expedited transfer policy has been updated and extended out to family members. So that's one of the key changes of the policy um, being extended out to family members that are over the age of 18. So of course, the family member has to file an unrestricted report. Um, and the soldier has to submit a request, which is a 4187 through their chain of command to get approved as well. If we're, if we're saying that the family member was the one that was actually sexually assaulted, the soldier can move, you know, so that family member can have a, a new start, you know, because of what had happened. That's one great change for the family member as well as the soldier in order to move together. But of course, you know, once the soldier sends everything up, the chain of command has to approve it. And then, you know, the SARC is involved with the just engaging with the family member to ensure, you know, just to provide that case management piece and advocacy 
to ensure that uh, this will be a smooth transition for the family member and the soldier. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think I think that I mean, not that my opinion matters on it, but I think that was a good change to the policy. And I think it's an, an important one that commanders uh, certainly consider reporting if, if anyone has a, you know, an unfortunate event. Right. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the update there. Yes, um, OK, well, thank you. Uh, Janita, I appreciate everything today. I appreciate you joining us and, and all of your expert knowledge, uh, as well as your service and background knowledge. And uh, we, we are grateful to have you on the Fort Belvoir team. I'd like to encourage our listeners to get involved and show your support for the Shark program. So go to and like the Shark Facebook page. It's at Belvoir Sharp. Participate by reading and putting into practice the information given in the 30-day challenge that Janita talked about. And for the runners in the audience, sign up for the Sharp 5K. Remember that sexual harassment and sexual assault simply don't belong in our Army. For all of our listeners, we've come to the end of another podcast. I'd like to once again thank Ms. Janita Reed-Latson and our Fort Belvoir Garrison Lead Sexual Assault Response Coordinator for joining us today. And as always, thanks to our listeners. And finally, remember, don't forget to download the Army's Digital Garrison app. Make Fort Belvoir your installation of choice. Connect with us on our website and Facebook page for all things Belvoir. Wash your hands wear a mask and watch your distance. And if you're eligible for the vaccine, I encourage everyone to get that when you become eligible. Thanks for joining us. And from me to you, now you know.